Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is Suncast. Each week, I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Hey, Warrior, welcome back. This is a quickie here. It's not a typical flashback Friday. It is a flash forward Friday. And I am going to be introducing Chris Burgess from Rocky Mountain Institute and an exciting announcement. If you didn't notice, we'll talk all about it here in the episode. This Sunday is important, so stay tuned. We'll tell you why. Hope you enjoy it, and I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. All right, Solar Warriors, this is not your average Flashback Friday. We're flashing back only because we have a previously, a very recent guest joining us for a really cool special announcement. If you woke up today and you, unlike many of us, didn't immediately run to rmi.org to see what is the latest that's happening in the world of the energy transition, you may have missed one of the biggest announcements for our industry in a long time. Now, it's not like some groundbreaking thing has happened in theory or in technology, but to my knowledge, what we're going to discuss today has not happened for our industry and certainly not in the near in the recent future. Joining us again today from the Rocky Mountain Institute is Chris Burgess to tell us all about it. And Chris, I'm amazed when I go to RMI.org today and not one but three, you guys are punching above your weight, not one but three stories on the homepage about the things that you guys are up to first and foremost. And obviously the most important is what's happening this Sunday. Can you fill me in? Nico, thanks for having me on again in short notice. Yes, this Sunday is one of the biggest moments in Rocky Mountain Institute history. We are going to be featured along with the government of Bahamas and Bahamas Power and Light on 60 Minutes. Oh, Sunday man. Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That is phenomenal. I'm still wrapping my head around how important this is for our industry. So I'm going to read a little bit of the text because I actually wish that I'd written this myself. It's so compelling. You guys are on point. Small island countries have done the least to cause climate change, but are bearing the burden of its consequences. Nowhere is this more evident than in their electricity grids, which are centralized and have been predominantly powered by fossil fuels. The most vulnerable populations tend to bear the biggest burden of power failures, but there are solutions. Now, this sets the stage for something that I feel like is really momentous. It's not easy to get on a show like 60 Minutes to talk about something like resiliency and renewable energy. Can you walk me through the brief history of how long this took and what the genesis is of why this exists? Yeah, sure. You know, 60 Minutes is the gold star standard of, of news reporting, at least in America, if not if not the world. And so they have a particular formula. We met with their producer after Hurricanes Irma and Maria at the National Press Club in, in DC, where we were kind of telling our story on resilience and distributed energy and, and, and how this would make a difference and all the loss and the damages and, and everything that happened after Irma and Maria. They did take note, they were very interested, but the ingredients of their story were not there yet. And that is, there wasn't an active Category 5 resilient microgrid being constructed or had been constructed. So we needed to wait. 
to get the story together. And unfortunately, uh, Bahamas got hit two years later by Hurricane Dorian after it got hit by Hurricane Irma in 2017. And so you have a two-year span there of devastating Category 5 hurricanes, you know, record-setting North Atlantic hurricanes. And Ragged Island was already engineered, procured, and under construction of the Category 5 solar microgrid that is going to be 90% renewable energy for, for Ragged Island. And again, Ragged was the one damaged in, in, um, in Irma. Quick interlude, for those who, didn't necess- who maybe didn't listen to your episode a few weeks ago, this is a, a technological innovation that happened on the heels of the Hurricanes Irma and Maria and the devastation that it left in its wake. And the Caribbean, along with other island nations, saying, we have got to figure out a solution. But unfortunately, got to wait for disaster to test that solution. Yeah. And, you know, when we modeled this, we you know, were the Rocky Mountain Institute, right? So it's energy economics. And we modeled this system not on highest penetration of renewables, but on least cost. And because uh, Ragged Island is so far from the fuel centers of Grand Bahama and, and Nassau slash New Providence, it's really expensive to bring fuel there. And operation and maintenance is always tough because of you know parts, labor, all that stuff. So it was just cheaper to build a 93% renewable energy penetration microgrid where the diesels come on just a few hundred hours a year. So you know, 7% of the time or less. So we feel like this is a great model. We're going to expand that model to the other islands of the Bahamas. And then, you know, Dorian knocked on the door with her ferocity in September of 2019, this past fall. And now all of a sudden, Abaco is now the top candidate to get these same microgrids spread throughout the island to make a more segmented, decentralized, resilient, and cost-effective grid. And I want to just again emphasize the importance to you, Suncast Tribe, Solar Warriors, who have, along with us, been waiting a decade plus, many of you decades, for our industry to be in the limelight. And this is an opportunity, guys. I really want to drive this home. Everyone who's listening right now, I encourage you not only to watch on Sunday at 7 p.m., March 1st, the 60 Minutes segment, but tell everyone in your family, in our industry, put it on LinkedIn, put it on Twitter. What are some of the things that we can expect as viewers to learn about there, Chris? Well, first and foremost, there's the, the human tragedy of, of Abaco and Marsh Harbor. The, the prime minister and, and Bill Whitaker, you know, walk, walk Marsh Harbor. Um, they talk about the destruction. They talk about the response and the recovery. So very much a human story when it comes to the devastation there, not not only in, in Abaco, but you know, years prior in Ragged, which it has not fully recovered. The solution-based narrative is really around aggregating renewable energy assets around critical facilities so you can keep those life-saving services online. And, and that is your your hospitals, your shelters, your airports, your seaports, your cell phone tower sites, your water treatment and wastewater. If those things go down, you are really hampered in, in, all, in all things, you know, human life and safety. So really interesting parallel, Global Support Division, which is another uh, philanthropic organization, a response organization, helicoptered in there after the storm. The airport was just a wreck with debris. So they need to get the airport cleared. They needed to get uh, triage set up. 
to get medical evacuations. And the two locations that they set up their most prominent operations at were the Marsh Harbor Airport and the Marsh Harbor Health Clinic. And kind of serendipitously, we came to the conclusion that those are actually the best sites to host grid scale storage and solar that works with the grid all day, every day, but then can decouple and run those facilities and that critical circuit in grid disruption. So that's what you're going to hear about. You're going to hear about the human story, about the storm, the response, the recovery, and you're going to hear about a solution set for islands that also has many parallels to United States, you know, from, you know, hurricane struck Florida to fire swept California. And as you pointed out, you know, the Rocky Mountain Institute is right there along with your partners, Bahamas Power and Light and the government of the Bahamas. But my guess is that the 60 minutes bit, they have their framework, they have their formula. It's only going to cover sort of that, I don't know, maybe sixth grade, uh, like the, the, the general audience overview of like, what are the key ideas, right? So with 11 million viewers tuning in, the, the nature of this conversation is going to be rather generic. It's definitely going to look at the emotional heartstrings. What does this look like for you guys from a sort of a springboard perspective? Anything coming up after the 60 Minutes bit to really dive into the work that you guys did and give a better understanding of, of the background? Yeah, exactly. I think we're, fo- we're planning a follow-up blog as well as a webinar. And the webinar is going to be very interesting. It's going to be on uh, Thursday, March 5th, time to be determined, but probably in the afternoon so we can pick up the Western audience there on the, uh, on the West Coast. And it's going to focus on the story behind the story. So the change makers and the playmakers that have really you know, initiated the Bahamian energy transition. We'll hear from Dr. Rihanna Neely, who's the um, director of the Climate Change Unit in the Ministry of Environment. We'll hear from BPL. We'll hear from David Gums, who is the former CEO of uh, the Anguilla uh, Utility Corporation. Of course, they were wiped clean by, by Irma. 100% of the distribution system was down. So yeah, we'll get some very interesting perspectives from the region and how this transition is taking root and where we see it going. Amazing. So after you've watched 60 Minutes, which you're going to tell all your family and friends about and Twitter and uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, go to RMI.org and register. We're not sure when that uh, link is going to be posted, but go to RMI.org, register for this webinar. It's going to happen next Thursday, March 5th. Bookmark it in your calendars right now. And if you are geeky like me and you want to know the backstory and you haven't uh, yet done one of the following two things, I would encourage you to do those. Go listen to Chris's episode from a few weeks ago where we highlighted the work that RMI is doing in the Caribbean. And two, go check out rmi.org's Solar Understorm versions one and two, which released just uh, a couple of weeks ago as well, uh, just about 10 days ago, in fact. So that's if for those of you who like uh, URL links and you have a great memory, rmi.org forward slash insight forward slash solar dash under dash storm. Of course, we'll link to all of this in the resources on the blog page that we'll be creating for this episode as well. You can find that at mysuncast.com. Thank you, Chris, for the work that RMI is doing, not only to keep the lights on during the storm, but to bring light to the work that so many people are dedicating their lives to, to build resilience and efficiency and the energy transition we all need first and foremost in the islands, but second uh, throughout the world. 
Thank you, Nico. Thanks for being the, the biggest and the brightest solar warrior of all of us and, and spreading this, um, this great news for our industry, for the region, and for energy transition everywhere. All right, Solar Warriors, that's our Flashback Friday. Flash forward on Sunday. Tune in and, sh- and spread the word. We'll catch up with you all soon. All right. All right. That is super exciting. I'm sure that you can understand the weight and magnitude of what we are talking about today. It is something that I hope that you will join us in promoting on your socials, on LinkedIn, Twitter. You can find our announcement of this on LinkedIn, Twitter, etc., and share it if you would like. I just want to ask that you guys would help uh, raise awareness and get the word out. And lastly, in case you are not on our list and you've missed it or you haven't checked your email, today at 1230 Eastern Standard Time, I will be hosting none other than Mr. Jeff Ressler, CEO of Clean Power Research. If you're uh, following along with us in January, he was an amazing guest, talked all about his journey from Microsoft to software for solar and uh, and clean power. They notably are the creators of Power Clerk and a number of other software and uh, utilization tools that are used industry-wide. This is one not to miss if you have questions, follow-ups, just want to have a chance to meet Jeff. We're going to be doing it on an intimate setting, uh, a Zoom. It will be recorded for those of you who can't make it. I'll figure out a way, uh, although we aren't because Zoom's a new platform for us, so bear with us here. We've not done any sort of webinars or live sort of office hours like this, in which we intend to do much more frequently here in the future. So join us at 1230 Eastern Standard Time today to hear from myself and Jeff Ressler, give you an opportunity and an audience to ask him the questions that are still lingering in your mind. Remember, you are what you listen to. Thanks for showing up, Solar Warrior. It's half the battle.